Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Hey. Welcome. How's it going? Welcome, Widget. Um, yeah, it's Logan. I'm your host, Jesse. Um, I'm first going to print a retraction. Okay. What do you got? Um, no, I don't have one. Oh, okay. I thought that'd be a cool thing to say, but I no no joke to follow it up. Mm. Um, well, uh, Rotten Tomatoes make content now. Do they have to? Uh, why? Rotten Tomatoes originals. originals. See it, skip it. I'm gonna skip. Uh, it's just so happy. It's... Wow, Supernatural is rated 100 percent. Still, as in the TV show. Yeah. Who voted for it? I know because it actually involves. Yeah. Yeah. No, the the critic view is higher. So it's a seven point eight seven out of ten, but is that like recognised as its potential? Like, does it get a full? I, tom- is, yeah, is it a seven point eight seven out of ten for what they know Supernatural to be aspiring to be? I mean, if that's the case, then yeah, cool. Supernatural yeah. is a ten out of ten at being a seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's pretty good considering it's been going on for like fourteen years. Good God. Mm. I mean, I remember when it started. I got like two seasons into it. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm bored of this dynamic. Give me, I'm just bored. I don't know. I, I just remember getting to that point where someone's like, yeah, it's, it's basically a, um, a like, it's just it's just for that, that part in the back of women's heads where they kind of want to see two dudes go at it, yeah, but yeah. they don't necessarily know whether they want to see two dudes going at it. And that's what that is. They can't because they're brothers. Yeah. I watched it for ages. I was like, ah, I thought it was like a shitty, um, people just shipping. I thought it was like charmed, but with dudes, (laughs) (laughs) like villain of the week crap. Well, it it is, but it is, it it, It is, but the, I didn't realize the through lines that meets X-Files without the female Mm. characters. Yeah. The will they if want. They are female, they're evil. It's the greatest will they want. They um, gay incest relationship on TV. I don't know about the greatest, but uh, I don't know what else there is actually that we could. Um, I was about to say Gary Shandling, but that's not the name I'm mm-hmm. trying to come up with. I'm trying to come up with the name of. Welcome to our next segment Hollywood um, Rapist. Hypothesizing potential Hollywood incestuous homosexual ah. characters in yeah. TV shows that everyone loves. Well, um, Brett Ratner got outed as a, yeah. a woman molester. Well, Who's next? Well, come on, it's Brett Ratner. He's a pig. He's always been a pig. Yeah, no, no, everyone yeah. is always known. But uh, that's all these people, isn't it? Like Kevin Spacey's not We've all long known Kevin Spacey's homosexual. Yeah, but, um, he loves... But his, not that he um, liked to... We all know he was into the theatre. Yes, but we didn't quite know that he was abusive with no. his approach. That's what was quite relevant. But Brett Ratner was just a... But everyone knew Brett Ratner just hit on everything that moved. Yeah. He was much more like Weinstein and kind of a, just a, yes, you're a... Is Ratner an Italian? Jew. Jewish man. Jewish. <laughs> I insane he's from the Levant, but he's Jewish. 
So, when is Singer going down? Yeah, it's got to be coming soon. Singer Watch. Singer Watch 2017. The countdown begins. What's that? What's your What's your prediction? Because somebody's got to be the first um, domino to tip in the pedophiles. Yeah, and it's going to be him, I think. Yeah, it's going to be him. Because um, what? Well, well, not pedophiles, just underage solici- solicitation, like 16, yeah. 17, 15 year old boys, which isn't technically pedophilia. It's uh, it's just it's statutory. Rape. Yeah, exactly. It's it's it would would have potentially been consensual because these guys would have been wanting to make careers for themselves. Yeah, because they found that awkward kind of thing where it's like, well, they shouldn't have to subject themselves. Yeah, to that. exactly. But the yeah, same it's, and it's time, like everything about it is. That seems um, to be how a lot of these people got jobs. Yeah, but in terms of pedophile, pedophile, like child molesters, actual full-blown like, child pornography, I can't yeah. see anyone in this thing being outed as that because that's its own little community. Yeah. Weird, dark, next the, the, shit. The Hollywood thing is more like um, some sort of hedonistic... Yeah, abuse I your power to fuck whatever you want. Power, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, the... Well, yeah, it's hard to say if anything current from the pedophilia thing and will come out. It's finally, like it's be we're seeing the dark side of the um, artistic left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every, everyone knows it's been there. Everyone knows there's a um, you know, a red state senator blowing somebody in a truck stop yeah. or something, but this is the first time you actually see the, ah, oh, you mean all the, the, the coastal folks? Than, the, yeah. Holier than thou. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, there's probably not that. There'd be a lot of women that were a party I'm, to what, the subjugation but, of but, others, but I don't think there'll yeah. be a lot of women rapists. But like, what, what this is, what this is doing is is um, is justifying all of the weird paranoia that the right always had about homosexuality in the seventies, and the sixties, and the fifties. Oh, all homosexuals are child molesters. Yeah, it, no, it, you can't think like that. That's ignorance. Like, well, now you can think some homosexuals could be child molesters. What? Yeah, you know it, it, what it's doing is, is they got to get away with it for so long because if you ever called somebody out for being a child molester purely because the only fact you knew about them was that they were gay, yeah, you couldn't ever say that, yeah, without being called a bigot, yeah, or just ignorant yeah. or whatever. And, and also, mm. being attracted to regardless of what gender you're attracted to but being attracted to somebody who's younger than you is not technically a bad thing like it like you know there's victimization you shouldn't be doing stuff like that but ultimately oh yeah well, no one's arguing there isn't a biological drive for it but everyone's meant to technically write yeah yeah exactly exactly but 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 it's like you know all gay men are pedophiles that's you know and I can say this because in New Zealand that's an illegal age but you know I've walked down the street and thought fuck that girl's hot I'm pretty sure she's only about 16 yeah yeah. so it's like um, well, that's the thing when you set the bar like, low people will go like in terms of age people will go low yeah uh, yeah you know, people always go, wherever you set the bar people are going to go yeah. beyond but I think my point there was you know you can say oh yeah the, yeah, the pedophile and blah blah yeah. it was well, everyone's attracted to younger, prettier things than they are. Sexually active things. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't exactly, really yeah. matter mm. what your gender or persuasion is, but I think then, yeah, there's not a justification for it. That's just, a, I think, the, 
you know the the, the one that says eh, yeah, gay people pedophiles is probably the same dude that gets a little too happy when he sits his slightly older niece on his knee yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah I it's got to be singer right yeah you would hope not hope so but you're, yeah I mean considering we're, everything we've heard about him and, and all the photos all the photos of him being friends with people who have been convicted of yeah. the same stuff that they're pe- wanting to call but, him out on. but at the same time you're like all the people who are around him who work with him regularly they know they, do, you do they know, know do, they dismiss, do they dismiss it do they go oh it's just because of the like that he's only is it that you, do they do the Roman the, Polanski thing and say oh, he's an artist no or you know is it um, a thing like oh it's just because you're in the United States that if it's eight under 18 it's it's uh, molestation it's rape even though uh, you know Ian McKellen might be from Britain so the age might be 16 yeah and that's who Singer's targeting so, yeah you know it, it's hard to say and if he's doing these things in England or something you know it's just really weird yeah where they've, just, they've found some sort of justification but if they're using their power to get that people should be calling that out but I have but to assume not being, it happens in LA right because oh, that's the cultural capital of the culture the kingdom they're all a part of yeah, we thought that until you know, if we're going to go full pedophile you go yeah Britain um, with, with you know pedophile rings well, like the prime schooling and, and the connections to the royals and yeah the lords and the so now we're ministers going, yeah. and everything but yeah I don't know it's weird like somebody like the people who constantly work with this man yeah you think over the course of what six movies yeah. the X-Men films especially that you've, you've he's managed to get these people time and time again to work with him mm. but they must know about his personal life but where are they drawing the line that he thinks that they think that he's just a, a gay man who likes younger looking gay men do you look beyond it or do you yeah but when the print when you, not but these, stories, notice, but these yeah. stories haven't just come out they've been going on for decades yeah. so yeah so if you know or not you've yeah. definitely heard the rumours prone to working with them surely rumours should be enough to be like you know what yeah. even if they're not true yeah. something's generated that noise yeah it's not just it's yeah. not just noise something's generated it and until I know all the facts I'm just I'm not gonna yeah, pop, like I'm a, not gonna like attach myself smoke to this fire situation yeah even if you know like for all intents and purposes you're innocent what you could be doing could be innocent but there's enough to go around to say yeah nah it's yeah, okay I'm yeah. right. and no, uh, yeah but w- will it be I mean when the does association cause incrimination on your part you yeah know, as you're allowing that to happen Good. technically it, the same but the thing that interests different. me is like Weinstein Company and Harvey himself have not been doing well for a while have they no, this this is there are the, the second the subplot of that story is that his brother ousted him from the company to try to salvage the company. Yeah, because it wasn't going well. So if he could oust him from it from that standpoint, yeah, because he it, could cash in with everything and and Harvey would be left with nothing. Yeah, because it, 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 or Harvey will be forced to sell his shares. Yeah, from from what I saw, it seemed like a political move. Yeah. that... Well, no, and it very early on. The, his brother has yeah. known about this behavior. Of time, he, oh, you know, of course, it's well, the Weinstein lawyers paying for these things, like getting these things yeah. silenced and, and doing payouts and shit. His brother was found to have done something similar, wasn't he? Well, I think he was signing all the checks for <coughs> the um, all the uh, settlements and yeah. stuff, which suggests he knew covering it up. Yeah, yeah. 
but he seems to be escaping it more or less. But they are removing the like I'm him sure personally. Somebody but said he did. The company itself is fucked. Yeah, anything with the name Weinstein yeah, is gonna fucked. Be in this shit. Out so he it. knows he's fucked. But uh, is it a gamble or is it? Uh, uh, you know, is but, he playing? A, see, is he playing the producers thing where if his company goes tits up because it's not technically his fault, it's his brother, he can cash in the insurance for the fact that shit went down and he can escape with millions of dollars. I don't know. Brother I, gets I, done. I, I don't know enough about how that stuff works. Mm. But that dominoed into that mixed with I think um, oh shit mixed with. The fact that that uh, dude that Spacey attacked is now on a big TV, TV show. show. Yeah, I mean, it's like Megan Kelly didn't say shit and chime in about Bill O'Reilly until her um, show new show so has been doing thinking. worse yeah, week yeah, after yeah, yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. So that I mean, that, you have to imagine what kind of shit Bill O'Reilly did to settle thirty-two million dollars yeah. for one person. That's fucked. Well, well there are there are victims and um, there are monsters all throughout this but I still think I understand the actor mentality enough to know that they wouldn't not use a chance to cash in on their own victimhood yeah yeah you do see that as well but yeah but but and I, I don't mean that to diminish the bad things that have been done to them I'm just saying telling everyone that or not telling everyone that it does not change the fact that you told everyone strategically I think I mean, if, we can take this right back to the fact that places like Netflix and smaller companies even though you know we see bigger and bigger films bigger bigger yeah. industries creating these cultures of you know the higher executives are the yeah. ones that technically are the ones that let everything happen yeah. the only reason this is not being called out by multiple people and have yeah support publicly for that is because they thought they were going to lose their jobs that they'd be blacklisted and some of them did get black rose mcgowan got blacklisted hard from speaking out about that shit like, was the that reason why her, the reason her career disappeared is because no one wanted to work with her because she was going around saying this shit i i'd always just heard she was a bit of a spaz no that's what people sold her as is, is you know she caught people were calling her crazy because she wow. was saying shit that no one would believe even though it was true and it turns out it was true the reason that um, Robert Rodriguez cast her in Planet Terror with the gun leg is yeah. despite Harvey Weinstein specifically because he funded that movie. Okay. But he had no control of the casting. Yeah. Yeah. He went out of his way to, to put her in that film to fuck her off because he had blacklisted her essentially. So, but what, make, what makes me think is the fact that, you know, more power is being handed to creativity now that it doesn't matter like there are people in the right places who if you say this person is doing something inappropriate they won't go oh here's here's a check just keep it quiet we've got a really we've got a business to run we've got the show to make sure we they're like cool okay we get it we know that everyone's going to hear about everything just cancel the fucking show call this person out done we've got you you've got the support of the right people now the industry supports them now but, as but as is that is just a new movement or you know is, is yeah, it that the I right people have moved to the right positions to support i think the disruption will, ine- will inevitably just result in a new slightly new wave of different peak in a slightly different place yeah, it's still yeah. most, much the same um i i was well, talking to yeah. dad the other day he was saying something about a um hollywood like the the big studios banding together to form their own streaming cloud company so basically the aim is to be the suppliers to everyone else and present their own service as a cumulative industry 
to undercut the likes of Netflix and Amazon and all that. Right. Even iTunes to the point where once you get to the end of it, the real place to stream everyone's movies is just to say, fuck it and go use their one. Mm. Um, and the way that you do that is when you've got the content that these companies want to stream, you yeah. just don't let them stream it. Disney, yeah. for example, they're like, no, we're just going to go build our own. People will come watch it. But that's the thing. Big companies aren't realizing, oh, cool, let's just throw our stock behind Netflix and just invest in Netflix and do this, do that. Like the companies that work are working. Let's not try to make our own. They're not doing that. They're going, let's make our own. And what will happen there is, um, I lost my thought. Shit. No. <laughs> no. Um, that it'll just drive people full circle right back around to pirating because they'll see that there's six shows they want to watch across six different streaming devices yeah, as opposed to it, fucking and set top boxes what used to be six apps exactly six what used to be six different and... networks that you had to subscribe to with your cable it's going to fast become six different set top boxes that you subscribe to monthly to yeah, watch the one show that you want to watch it's just going to drive them right yeah. back around to piracy and then we're back to where we started they'll all tank again they'll all start creating that that bullshit but if all the, the studios got in on it and apparently the idea is also to um fuck the cinemas yeah because i mean um you know do but yeah but the the cinemas have ways of pushing because what they're doing is if they're going to challenge the the internet well king at their own game weekend. yeah they'll bite back as well like the likes of Google with YouTube YouTube are streaming movies and stuff now like legitimate films and yeah. everything now YouTube and Netflix though, if you're going to target their domain and say no you, we can do that better they're going to say cool okay we're going to go fuck with you and just we're going to stop enforcing the whole Millennium Act search results stuff they're going to really soften the piracy stuff because uh, at the end of the day they can still make money from streaming and, fi- and, and internet usage to a degree Google will yeah, I I don't know whether you do it that way because that just opens you up to endless lawsuits. But I I would say it's more of a case of you get YouTube trying whether they're actually working at it well or not, but trying to disrupt not by um, providing other people's content for cheaper, but trying to make that content irrelevant. Yeah. Like you, YouTube is trying desperately to be TV in its own right, yeah. but it's some sort of hybrid thing. And then you've got stuff like Twitch and where that all fits in and the fact that everyone pretty much under our age basically watches Netflix event TV shows and nothing else. Nothing else. The thing is with, with YouTube as well, YouTube, uh, yeah, they're the mixed model situation. They're, they're doing all the streaming stuff, but they do what the big companies like, which is advertising putting ads and things that's yeah. where the real money is generated they couldn't say to netflix hey netflix we'll give you these all these marvel films from disney or these star wars films but you have to show disney ads throughout the content and we'll give it to you for x number of dollars they have to go no like netflix are like nah we'll just pay six million dollars did, or did million disney dollars try and do that no but they don't even have that option just say hey look play these ads on here to generate income and we give you the content you want that's not what that model is about exactly and that's why they're frustrated I think is because that's where the real money is is advertising it always has been Uh, I think no I would have said the opposite these subscription models where you can guarantee that people will keep paying you to use this thing and will actually be too lazy to cancel it Mm. even if they don't like it that's where 
I had an Amazon Prime subscription for fucking three months after I stopped actually watching anything, anything on it. On it. Yeah. I had, even had Crunchyroll for a while, and then I got to a point I was like, I don't, use those. I don't even know what I have this for. Yeah, I just went through a phase of like... Um, I'm surprised no larger company has managed to work out... Because hey, Netflix just pays you billions of dollars and then has your shit for like two years. That's how it works. Yeah. That's got to be so much more... Um, Lucrative for all parties. Yeah. Because they're willing to actually put it on. Yeah. Netflix it, it, gets to say we have it and that mm. drives more subscriptions and you just get a straight up payment. Yeah. Mm, just depends what they've I negotiated mean, because at the end of the day DVD Blu-ray sales and digital sales are dead no one's going to go to iTunes to buy a series anymore when they could just stream it on Netflix unless they definitely want to always have a copy of that if they do they'll pirate yeah or it's or it's not available on one of those two domains or something mm. like that I mean Netflix in in the outer territories non-United States thing we don't have all the movies people are like oh, I don't like you know streaming services tell me, telling me what to watch and when to watch it well Netflix are doing that they're just giving you a little bit more breathing room they they tell you what that you can watch they can, they tell you what you can't watch you can't watch anything not on Netflix because it's not on here <laughs> sorry yeah yeah. I mean most other cable stations were like that anyway but um, it's yeah, like it's a false freedom basically yeah. It's a false, yeah like like Sky now I turn on the TV to Sky and what I do with Sky I fucking sit there on my Switch or my cell phone and browse shit and play games I don't watch the TV yeah I mean can you think of any the, the television same. shows on Sky that you're watching no I don't no I, like Game of Thrones and frankly if we had HBO Go I would have yeah. that um yeah no I the sooner that Sky in this country, the sooner that Sky dies and stays dead, yep. the healthier our media landscape will be. Yeah, the better. Well, that's all, the, once all the once all the sports rights dissipate, and then it's a free for all. But because that's what's going to kill Sky is once all of those once all those subscribers subscribe uh, once all those um the people that own the rights to those sports titles it, it, realize they can go somewhere else to get a large audience. They can, but they will never have um, any infrastructure local to us to actually do that. Do that. Yeah. So what they'll do instead is, hi, Sky, show the sport for us. Mm. Show our ads during it. Mm. And we get a you know cut or some shit of your subscription Sky money. Sky could completely streamline their services. and Don't go digital. Don't try to merge with the Vodafone. Strip everything else away and just call themselves Sky Sport. People you can buy sub- Sky Sport on its own, can't you? I don't think you can, otherwise they'd be dead by now, surely. That's literally the only reason people... That's the only thing people pay for money for, because they've got the exclusive rights I, to real I, things that are just, like, been and gone. You don't get Maybe. It, it might still be, like, the whole buy the $65 mm-hmm. a month, then buy sport on I'm top I'm pretty of sure that's the way it is still. Okay. You can't just watch sport. But if they just streamline, cut all that crap out, no one cares about the movie streaming service. It's just, like, cash in and focus on the sports yeah. stuff. Like people will come and watch that shit. I used to love Sky movies. Turn yourself into an app movies. that does sports streaming, and that's it. Yeah, you know, it's you could save so much money with jobs, with all the con, all the upkeep, all the network upkeep. You don't have to worry about that if fucking Vodafone Spark doesn't matter. Like the internet connection handles all of that bullshit. Doesn't try to, um, you don't have to pay extra to like the Sky. Don't have to pay Vodafone to make sure that their stuff is 
fastest, you know, the upload. Yeah. But all that shit just well, gets Sky clean. and Vodafone have been uh, trying to merge. It's yeah, and now they're merged in every way but on paper, basically. And they're never going to be allowed to. No, they're not allowed to, but they've done it by not doing it. Yeah. Which is fucked up. But, yeah, the thing is that... Telcos and entertainment should not be able to merge. No. Because uh, what that causes is um, anyone who has a Netflix subscription and a Vodafone um, internet package will get fucked because they haven't. They've chosen not to use Skype. They've chosen Netflix, and then Vodafone are like, "We don't support Netflix. Have half speed when you're using Netflix. You can get full speed when you watch our shit." Which is basically what um, net neutrality is. Yeah, which is going to fail miserably. Yeah, there's no way. Um, any company's interests are ever going to not be the way I mean, that we yeah. all get forced to live. I mean, just as alarm, the fact that Fairfax and MediaWorks are trying to merge is fucked. They're literally the only two news organisations in this country. Yep. And they want to merge for the betterment of what they call, like, the people. They, they're saying yep. we want to do it for better news. And so, no, you don't. No, you don't. Get fucked. So You're both an Australian, decision. for one thing. You don't care about what's being sold here. Yeah, and the, um, yeah, I mean, what was that? Is potential loss of fundamental freedoms for the New Zealand people. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I love being a spectator in, to the demise of America as much as the next man, but when shit starts failing in my part of the world, it's yeah. slightly more depressing. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Like that's the thing but like because New Zealand's such a small regulated um, country with its government yeah um, yes it's great to have you know if a media organisation has enough money to do its own stuff in a private sector hmm. and do that cool but the, it's it's weird that we live in a country where the most trusted and reliable news source is government owned is really weird yeah, St- state-owned news well, we, normally doesn't work because they're not, they're not held accountable to the powers that be. They're allowed to operate, but because that it's such a non I don't non-corrupt think, country. Yeah, no, no New Zealander would ever believe that. I don't think any New Zealander would ever believe that the government really had much sway over our freedoms. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. We've come yeah. so far in that. that but, but it actually that, seems weird to think that the that I, I, the, the, the government a, has absolutely nothing to do with my ability to be free in my day-to-day no, life exactly. in New Zealand. And I it, don't understand. It's just a weird. Like compared to the rest of the world, it's weird to watch ourselves and go, "Oh, okay." When you put um, private industries and government organizations side by side, go like compared to the likes of America you're like those are so heavily grossly intertwined and corrupt that you can't tell them apart anymore yeah uh, business interests and the like well, but now you're like never oh, okay. had a, a reason to believe that there was any greater evil at play in our government no, no. The, the closest like you see we that get with to that is MPs that's yeah. the closest you see it or international interference yeah like, um, like the FBI forcing us to upgrade our telecoms network to something that was compatible with, with their, their spying system. exactly um or but that was because we signed on to something that was a yeah we can't l- legally we, spy on our own citizens so let's us five countries spy on each other's <laughs> citizens and then spread our results to each other Sorry. um but yeah you see it more with individual mps and they 
it's hard to say if they get caught out on like Judith Collins, for example, or her, her husband being on the board of Oropedo. It's hokey like, um, shit, yeah, it's, it's not. It seems small time, but potentially that could also be the way that the media, a private media, our media is feeding that information to us. It's just saying it is small time, don't worry. Well, as, as I always... It's a um, non-story, move on. As I always go back to, there was that um, dumb tart from TV3 that was fucking the dude mm. that was trying to be Prime Minister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No media station ever talked about it. No. And we only have two. They're yeah. both fundamentally Australian. Then you got kind of Sky and kind of Prime, which are also Australian. Wait, uh, but the fact that also Radio New Zealand and those state-owned ones also didn't seem to really talk about it suggests that... They wouldn't was... throw each other under the bus because I'm sure they each have secrets on each other's networks. Possibly, but I they think it's potentially divulge. that there was some sort of legal gag order. No. I've attached to it that said that there isn't technically enough evidence to support it by you suggesting that it is um, you're going to be held criminally accountable for whatever happens which puts them all that's basically the whole um, what is it the um, like libel protection yeah pretty much just if, oh no I, there, there I is honestly the think scandals that, thing that they were talking about before this election completely silenced because there technically wasn't enough evidence to support it by them actually reporting on it yeah, but there's it, mostly that whingy cunt that br- brings out a book every time there's an election nah, and the media him. help yeah. him, wasn't it, it wasn't him yeah yeah it was it was whale oil of all things which is still whingy oh, bullshit dude, but yeah. he's right wing as fuck and yeah. it was meant to be a, it was apparently a right wing story that was going to crush the right wing side yeah th- that story which really bizarre but do you believe that any more than no. I believe that whingy dude that's always talking about like it only ever comes up with this amazing thing yeah. but only has to but he has to sell his book for you to learn it like how kim.com was going to bring down the new zealand government mm. yeah you fat fucking german prick yeah you never be a citizen like even if you are a citizen you know <laughs> new zealand you're, what's no different to that other dude who got who but is been to total of six days here before he got a citizenship yeah well, he's that boarded i assume but the no, no not kim.com the other guy yeah, I assume yeah, yeah, you bought yeah, it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah now you can basically buy citizenships here. That's never not been a thing. Yeah, but yeah. I don't mean you're not a New Zealander, isn't you? are not a citizen. I mean, you're not a New Zealander. Yeah, you're not actually planning to. <laughs> yeah. Granted, we can thank him for, I think, um, like fiber being upgraded across the country because I'm pretty sure he spent a ridiculous amount of his own money making sure that his suburb had that no he got a special <laughs> fiber connection from his house to fucking hawaii yeah. or straight into the main international yeah. pipeline loops so that he could play bloody cod against the world and have less lag but now um i when i say he's not a new zealander what i mean is he his entire thing was to come in here, flout the rules, throw his money around, yeah. and somehow that made him a people's hero. No, it doesn't. It makes you an arrogant cunt that clearly has no respect for everyone that you're... Pretty much, yeah. To, but because he's spouting a left-wing agenda... Was it left-wing? It was, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, he was all about... Um, all left. It's hard to say. You could probably call it neo-left-wing, which is not neoliberal, but like internet-focused freedoms yeah but everything was, else beyond that is but just everything down freedom. he was doing was fake freedoms for the sake of his own business yeah interest, of course it was yeah which that's, to me makes him right wing yeah but that's that's why you put neo at the front of it because <laughs> it's about internet freedoms by and large so supporting everyone from rich to poor enjoys yeah. piracy basically enjoys the benefits of piracy on an individual basis so they can get behind somebody who at a at a business level who also yeah. supports that 
and everything else that comes beyond that is just trickle down freedoms yeah. that they're willing to not even really focus on but if they happen they happen cool but we, as long as we can get our piracy without being arrested thank you that's what his supporters were all about yeah and that's yeah, what yeah. generated and they tend to be left wing because yeah and they're also uh, they're just all about, kids yeah, that don't want to spend yeah, money <laughs> yeah basically yeah I don't want to spend money don't want to get a real job I'm not going to work for the man mm. yeah anti-establishment they could be right or left wing but yes. they're anti-establishment I mean you look at the right wing side of conservatism they're about small government yeah. and minimal government intervention which is an, in essence anti-establishment yeah, so you can get both sides it's a weird basically remove the red tape and remove the regulations and let people do whatever the fuck they want but oh by the way people by people we meant big businesses yeah yeah what i heard the other day it was on something he said um because the in the united states you um was it businesses are treated like people which means they have certain fundamental rights bizarre right that was where it's um he replied okay business is a person it should be able to get the death penalty <laughs> you should be able to force a company to cease operation because it is now legally dead that's amazing that's a good point it, it sounds like a good point Send them to get more. yeah <laughs> apple has been accused of um, I'm terrorism yeah. um oh, i'm sorry where does 90 percent of your workforce um technically base itself mainland china cool we're extraditing you to china enjoy all you individuals that work at that company you now live in china your citizenship as individuals has been revoked because your citizenship as a business has been revoked mm. well what if you that'd be fun now, I, was, I was reading a thing the other day about um taxation competitiveness mm -hmm. so it was new zealand was rated like number two for tax competitiveness so what it means is um it draws big entities over here because of how much well we give them a break because they're giving us a little bit well first off it's based off of how complicated your tax system is yeah, ours is pretty simple. ours is extremely simple yeah, yeah. compared to the united states we have to do a bunch of paperwork yeah um, you actually have to do your taxes every year. You can't just let it happen automatically. Yeah. You only ever have to complete your own taxes in this country if you're self-employed. Yeah. And it, it, you you fill in a tax and form a when you start page, a job. It's a one-page form. Yeah. It's yeah. an IR3. It's the most simple form in the world. Oh, I found <laughs> it confusing. When you've never read it before, you're like, what? what? But as soon as you know what to put in there, you're like, sweet, you're golden. Um, otherwise you just get an accountant to do it for you yeah so whatever it's just you can write off the accountancy costs anyway yeah because um, it's a business expense but and, and you've got to think with america too you don't just have federal taxes you've got state taxes yeah yeah on and top of that there are little beasts i mean we have rates in this country for people who own homes but it doesn't go any further than homeowners yeah so We're probably only yeah. and we blanket it with gst as well yeah which yeah coffers ird significantly yeah we we um we have a what is it it's like a low like what did i hear the other day some taxation I mean, our, our high like tax these, income like the fact that we've only got three we tax have gst crazy though yeah and that our our Top highest is one is three percent higher than our middle one it's only thirty three percent and yeah. our middle one which are the bulk of new zealand is i remember sit on, when it was like 40 yep you it remember was, that back in like yep yeah it was um, that makes more sense to me but but that's the highest so it would be anyone that is over two hundred fifty thousand dollars yeah. 40 percent of their income would be taxed right yeah. now it's every dollar over seventy thousand dollars is only 33 percent taxed 
if you increase that by like just increase don't increase it just create a new tax bracket on top of that on top of that so for anyone earning over yeah um, you just keep tearing it up pretty much you just tear, tear but it. the the um, that's what makes it more complicated for IRD because they're going to have to for every dollar earned over this but below this is taxed at this yeah. rate it makes it very confusing and that forces people to hide their income in really weird places yeah also um, people that get over a certain amount inevitably reinvest their money exactly. back into things so that's what they're hoping for but if they're pushing that investment overseas it becomes very tricky to control yeah, which is why you have to have that upper have, tax bracket yeah. below so that those people don't bother to send their money elsewhere exactly. that's what it means by competitiveness yeah, yeah. but it's, I do find it weird that you, you jump from 17.5% to 30% well what's the lowest income bracket sorry there's, there is four income ta- tax brackets from $0 to like $9,000 is 17.5% percent yeah. Um, from ten or eleven thousand up until sixty nine thousand, it's like twenty one percent. Then from um, oh sorry, to 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 forty nine thousand I should say. Yeah. Then from fifty to seventy, it's thirty. Then anything above seventy is thirty three. Yeah. It's a huge jump, like you, huge jump, huge jump, small jump. Yeah. That's what's not it's not evenly bracketed. If they yeah. jumped six percent each time, that makes more sense to me. Yeah, well, it, on paper it looks a lot How more look, sensical yeah. when you go back to the... Clark's Labour government were the first to lower that tax bracket. It was 40. They lowered it to 37. Yeah. I think they might have lowered it twice, one to 37 and then again to 35. But then National came along and dropped it to 33 and like, whoa, okay, that's a little bit too close to the last one. Yeah, I, I think with the, um, the later decreases, a lot of what you can find there is you just make that small percentage change as a means to produce growth. Like it, it, it might not even necessarily be something you intended well, to do, but it looks nice on paper. Oh, well, it was basically it's, yeah, it's the it's the backbone of everything the National Party is all about, which is, um, um, yeah. fuck poor people. Well, yeah, basically, <laughs> but in a, in a in a in the way that they look at it, it's like why does our tax bracket need to be that high when we could just increase GST slightly and then everyone pays a little bit more. Yeah. depending on like and it's 15% of rich people are going to spend more money on more expensive things 15% of that is quite a lot yeah that's the way they're looking at it and and the people that you you don't want the yeah. people that hire everyone else to pay too much tax yeah and so that's basically their, because their the, approach to it is creating a secondary tax system yeah calling it all 15% across the board but if you're obviously spending more money it's going to collect more revenue yeah um it just seems unfair because you're also doing the necessities. <laughs> yeah, well, I, the the way I view it is everyone else's pay mm. is the expense of those other people. Mm. So if you if you actually factored in the flow through of income, mm. those people are paying 100% of the tax because yeah. they're the only ones generating wealth. Mm. Whereas the lower brackets aren't creating positive money they are literally just working granted at the same time though if you pulled all of those people away from those jobs yeah yeah what happens you know the economy ceases completely yeah but but if but if i have a company that needs one employee that produces a profit Mm. by a sort of a flow through of resources sense i pay that person who works for me's tax as well Mm. I generate 
profit from that which benefits the entire country well it depends who your so, customers are though at the end of the day as well because whoever's paying who, the people that are paying for whatever you're selling are yeah, paying your absolutely you trickle down to your but employees. you so what you want is just to make sure that enough of the wealth as much wealth as you can is being taken back from yeah, yeah. them but not so much that you scare them away mm. and other countries tax systems will compete with yours so whether you like it or not you have to be competitive internationally or else your country doesn't get to have those people with that money and that's why for all all intents and purposes new zealand is considered a tax haven because what we compete with we compete very well against established proper countries um, but what we're doing is dragging it into an economy which actually has people to support comparatively to the Cayman Islands or yeah, well, um, weird like parts of Ireland or slightly zero population areas where there isn't anyone there they're just banks yeah um, at least yeah so what we're trying to do is steal that wealth by and large or hold like, it here I, a steal is a is a negative word it's you're trying to create well, no, an I ecosystem. Think yeah, yeah, exactly. Steel as in like you're literally just offering a place for somebody to put their stuff and you're technically going to benefit from that by it just being there. Yeah, steal from other markets. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I meant. Sorry, yeah, yeah. not from the people themselves. Yeah. But the, yeah, you, you, you want to create an ecosystem where as much of the money flows through it and stays in it as possible, mm. but you don't want a pond that grows stagnant. Yeah. There is no point to any one individual having hundreds of billions of dollars if if one person's worth a trillion dollars that's just this ceases to be yeah and i can't i'm trying to think of a way to buy this ceases to be things for them to develop because gst for me i I hate the concept of it because i'm like why it's just but at the same time like how else do we make sure that like if we just scrap that 15 percent off of everything everyone who technically is selling a goods or services could still keep the price the same and they'd be making the money yeah and it could just disappear overseas well at least this way it is being funneled in the right direction which is does gst make more than income tax no i doubt it oh it must do it's hard to say everything has the the thing i don't like about gst is it's compounding so if you buy a cup of coffee it's not just the cup of coffee that has a 15 percent tax on it it's the cup that the coffee's in that had the 15 percent tax on it it's the coffee beans themselves like it it becomes quite dirty in the sense that every step of the way is got this ridiculous additional tax onto it that's being taxed upon taxed upon taxed upon taxed mm. which that's why it negatively affects the poor more than the rich yeah well that yeah, yeah you, you if you're if your um gst and your lower income tax brackets aren't good enough uh, aren't low enough relative to your average wage for a low income earner you price your lower parts of your society out of existence that i think personally my opinion is that that is happening in general everywhere in the world well there's a like kiwi saber has tax on it or gst on it which is fucked like why well, it's already taxed it gets taxed and then deposited into your KiwiSaver fund to then get taxed again yeah like it's, but it's 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 it you don't i think the mistake of thinking about that the mistake is yeah. thinking about that as money that you're losing yeah true yeah 
never view it that way or you'll never be a happy yeah, person yeah, never look at the party or paycheck where it says before tax yeah, yeah, there's no it. point there's you're no never point. getting that money that's yeah. not what that's there for um but that's the thing people are so go to a country so, with shitty infrastructure yeah. and then you'll <laughs> yeah. understand yeah the, the roads the, the hospitals everything's paid for and it's beautiful yeah. we're very comfortable our, our country roads are a bit shonky yeah Having, well, well, yeah. Having been to nicely paved European countries, like yeah, every stretch of the highway, like from A to B, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's either it's either full scale freeways or it's um, unnecessarily frequently repaved country roads. Yeah. But yeah, it, but we have a large country. Yeah, land area wise, most European countries not not exactly, and that's why we struggle with infrastructure because we're only generating. Um, tax revenue from 4 million people and we're not particularly resource rich no or if we are we're very um, frugal with um, mining it or using it in a particular way which is good like less now painfully so but we're we're actually better off staying green if just for the fact that it um, means we refuse to admit to ourselves that we need certain mineral wells that we have access to until further into the future when the techniques might be better. Yeah, exactly. And when other people will be running out of those things. Yeah. But, but it's just that we just don't have enough capital to play with to invest in and research. Yeah, which is why... Potential alternatives. We just can't do that. It's yeah. frustrating. So we're literally the... We're the middle income earners of the world. This country. Yeah, we don't well, have enough to play with, but we've got enough to get by. That's that's just a reality of globalization. Yeah. yeah, like a rich New Zealander is nothing compared to a rich New Zealander from America or an old European okay. country. And you see the easiest version of that, the easiest um, metaphor of that is people freak out when the lotto in this country reaches thirty million dollars. Like they go crazy over yeah. it. Thirty million dollars is it could be a state lottery in the sta- United States. Yeah, and that's basically thirty to one hundred million every goddamn. Yeah, week or month. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. And those lottery, lottery tickets cost fifty cents a dollar. Yeah, you you, you can literally. Well, I suppose ours are a dollar per line as well. That's pretty much what they are. I think is a dollar per line too. It's about twelve dollars for a um, uh, what's it called a strike card, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, but the, if you got thirty million dollars, you'd be like, cool, I'm set for life. It's a small pond. You yeah. can be a big fish, but it's a big fish in a small pond. Yeah, you don't have to live large like a king and like like a Saudi king <laughs> with 30 million dollars you couldn't do it no you could buy one penthouse over there and then you're bankrupt um, but over here you yeah, could you, buy you up pin- an entire t- industry yeah yeah I'd, I'd, you invest 5 million well, I, well not an entire know. industry but you know you'd be able to play with yeah you, you could do some serious decent investing and probably do pretty well for yourself for the rest you of your life you could invest a third of it live off the interest of a third of it and then <laughs> the other third play with yeah you know yeah I mean that's what I'm interested in with the the the, the what do you think about the company about yeah I mean we've got personal income and individual wealthy people obviously are taxed at most 33% or yeah. you know over 100 over 70,000 yeah. but what about company tax so which is like twenty six percent currently. Yeah. So the yeah. company tax is these days much like taxing the rich. Yeah. 
when you when I you agree, fuck up company tax yeah. you actually stop um i don't think it needs to be too high because you've got to think that a company itself is liable for so many other forms of taxes there's going to be a water tax eventually for one yeah. and if they're based in auckland they're going to be paying for their water as well in the meantime um yeah, as a company they're buying so many things that you can't just write off for the gst yeah you know there but, are but the the mistake of corporate taxing is when you think of corporate taxing you think of Apple, you think of Microsoft, you're not thinking about uh, and even, like, both some people the, in yeah. Christchurch that have a bloody no, you know garage yeah, yeah. That, that employs four mechanics mm. and three admin staff. And that's the thing, those are the people that have to pay their 26% because they can't work around it, whereas Apple pays zero yeah, in this country. But, but the good thing is, in this country, even the right, even national, are like, yeah, no, that's fucking bullshit. If you're going to be a big company here, pay your share. Yeah, and you are big companies here. You're using tax breaks. You're using all sorts to be able to invest and yeah. abuse this country. Pay, yeah, especially Apple. I mean, Apple don't do any social good. You look at Google, and you're like, yeah, Google, you need to pay your fair share. At the end of the day, like everyone else, because you're a massive corporation and yeah. you are technically using our resources in one way or another. But at the same time, you give us maps for free. So what do we care? You know? Yeah, but the- you look at Apple, and you're like, yeah, all you care about is making sure that your shitty new phone is in its shitty new case, sold a particular way for an exorbitant amount of money, and that you'll only sell it through a couple of different telcos. Yep. And, um, yeah, and you, the you have to be creative with with your taxation mm. without. I suppose looking at this I, this tax policy thing we're reading that says here that obviously we're quite low with the high income tax bracket. Yeah. But quite low, sorry. But we're quite high with the company tax brackets. Yeah. Com- compared to other countries. I think that's the offset there is that we're punishing the corporations who do technically, are, you know, are faceless. Yeah. They're not individual citizens living here working for those companies. They are just those companies. Yeah. Which I think is a fairer way potentially to tax well, I, the rich. I, I think the best way would actually be something. But again, you you need to tax international companies because mm. ultimately they don't benefit your country mm. much. But you can't tax them so much that they just hike the fucking prices domestically yeah. of your their products in your market. Yeah. Because then they price them out of your people's existence, and it's what I'd like to see. And I'm, I'm frustrated that National took it off the table completely because it's like that's where you need to have economic communities, yeah. so that you can you can have with, multiple um, governments fight companies. Yeah. Otherwise, especially with the 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 largest markets in the world like the United States being where Act Party wanted to lower the company tax bracket to like three percent. Like yeah, nobody, no. <laughs> what would that achieve? Have you ever seen an Act? party like meeting is it just him <laughs> no it's just a bunch of like cuntish white nerd dudes all wearing bow ties uh, libertarians yeah mm. um it's like you think that works until um somebody punches you yeah. punches your glasses <laughs> off your face and steals your lunch money and then you go but i thought we we're gonna treat each other fairly somebody call the police oh no we privatized no, we have that because we thought we were all good enough to just take care of ourselves um yeah, I was going to say like the fact that um, National Party took the the yearly tax rebates off the table, where you basically get five like ten dollars a week back in pocket at, with every tax refund. That's mm. that just that's gone now; doesn't exist. Well, I'm, at the I'm same a firm time, believer that realistically, unless you earn greater than thirty or thirty five grand, I don't even think you should pay tax. Yeah, yeah. GST and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. 
what what pathetic percentage of the total tax income even comes from those yeah. people? That's the thing. It's like New Zealand's one of the few countries where zero percent of your earnings up to like nine thousand or whatever it is is actually taxed. In yeah. other parts of the country, other parts of the world, that doesn't exist. But at the same time, on the other end of the scale, we're punishing poor people who don't have kids because we have working for families, which is essentially a tax rebate for people who have children. So the more children you pop out, the more money you get back in your hand from the government. Yeah. Obviously, it helps lower income earners because we're also taxing lower income earners at the start of that process to begin with. We're, pay- we're taxing the, non- the childless to fund the child. Yeah. Like you'd think there'd be some sort of, right, you remove working for families, which I'm all for in its current situation, but if you were to just carve out the, but the, um, the, the lower, the reason. which means basically everyone, everyone benefits from that lower, like currently as it stands, working for families only benefits people with children. If you remove that lowest tax threshold, everyone, no matter how much you earn, benefits from that because we're not taxed for the first 10000 we earn. Yeah, but a, a, a single income being eaten by one single person... Fucking expensive, I can tell you right yeah, but, now. <laughs> but it doesn't... It is not as hard to do yeah. as being a single income with two kids. Yeah, but a single income and two kids is not the same. Like, the working for families is different from the DPB and the and, um, and getting financial child support. That's yeah. different. Um, a two-parent family, as long as they're earning under a certain threshold, will get that working for families money. Yeah. I don't, don't. I, I always think don't view it as it's um, more financially viable to have children in this country, especially if you're dirt poor, which yeah. makes no sense. Well, because the dirt poor always have kids. Yeah. Because they're. <laughs> I I don't know how yeah. where I sit on that type it's of stuff. Tricky. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just like it's, I mean, it's hard not to say that dumb cunts breed like rabbits, yeah. but it's kind of the case. Yeah. But uh, to me, never view it as a. Um, freedom that those adults get that you don't get as a childless mm. adult just think of the potential for those kids to yeah, not exactly. be future wasters pretty much yeah yeah like it, it, I but mean at the end of the day if you, yeah, if yeah, you, if you yeah. with a what sort of takes a village mentality oh yeah for sure and that's what the, the giving that money back to pretty much everyone works in the same way that you, you end of the day working for families doesn't force these families to spend money for the on their children they can spend it however they want so why not just give them the rebate it does the same thing yeah it is technically a rebate but why limit that to people who are just having children well i think it's because um presenting a specific plan allows you to target who you're yeah. giving the yeah. rebate to as opposed to doing a global rebate yeah. which just hands it back to everyone I think which is what the universal basic income is all about that it scrubs away all of those welfare systems yeah. which includes studying and for the most part IID as well or you, the, know, you, you create IID my biggest issue with yeah. UBI is I think it will work best in stages no in very in, in, in immediately wealthy countries yeah that have high um social outreach anyway and high charity and high things like that yeah i like i can see it working in countries where predominantly everyone is middle class and higher Mm. and that's the thing that's pretty much the only places they have trialed it is a certain district or states for example um, around the world where they are predominantly wealthy like i'm pretty sure like the richest area of one part of canada is doing it yeah rich part of rich parts of sweden are doing it they're trialing it 
pilot yeah. the testing it because they can live without that much. like they can live anyway mm. yeah it, it the the only issue is when you do universal basic income you lose the ability to dictate what it is those people are spending that money on. yeah yeah with with any other plan you can potentially target the aspects of their life that that funding has to go towards yeah well basically what it become boils down to is ultra simplification of our tax system that you're not chasing this person for this money or you're not yeah. um, giving them back this money for this reason. They don't have to write off GST from their business because they're doing it this way. They don't have to worry about tax brackets or, you know, to a degree. I mean, you know, what children. if you could be issued doesn't a... doesn't matter if you're old. It's like you just get this regardless. Those who are old get a little bit more because they're retired yeah. and they've been paying taxes for X number of years and it should be proportionate based on the number of t- years that have been a citizen, I think, or a permanent resident. It doesn't matter if they've been working or not because, you know, if they're going to be in some way responsible socially for the betterment of the country to some degree or another you know not basically not punishing a housewife for what if you curved worked. off gst once it gets low once your income's low and like a key how do you control that though so like maybe you get a a, a gst card or something and you know yeah. yeah that's that's expensive to um to roll out to monitor uh, to um not upkeep yeah it's very expensive um but in terms any of, more expensive than any of the other schemes well the only real schemes that exist are a gold card which is, is basically a discount rewards card and those loadable prepaid fpos cards that wins give out and those are fucking expensive to like you may as well give them to everyone and put everyone on credits but that's the thing with gst you can't roll that off without knowing exactly what everyone's income is at any one time across all multiple all, all government agencies which gets very messy in terms of data and and rights and systems systems if, if they had built the government today all at the same time and built every single thing they have today minister minister um like iid and all that yeah they built them all, all at the same time all streamlined all the same systems digital using, infrastructure all the same program they update them all at the same time they're all interconnected all have the budgets intertwined then yeah it would work yeah but you can't do that now. <laughs> it's too no. fucked like it's yeah, bizarre you can't how, guarantee how poorly ird currently feeds fraud, you can't earnings guarantee. through to acc yeah. they'll send the earnings acc doesn't get the um information about where it came from so um, if somebody filled out their tax forms incorrectly it defaults their levy rate so if you've got a rural address hmm. it's just going to default you to the farming levy rate even though you may just be somebody who technically works in the country but, in the you, but you work in an office yeah as an administrator so your rate should be much lower because IRD sends us the money the, the amount but they don't tell us where it came from purely because the systems don't talk to each other so somebody yeah. calls them and goes my levy's wrong I got charged way too much you have to call IRD yeah and find out where that money came from unless you know it right now and then we can change it to what it needs to be we're changing yeah. all of that current it's all rolling out it seems yeah but that's just one example of like the fuck who designed this shit yeah well you um the the in, the digital infrastructure to make those things talk to each other considering i assume they don't even predominantly run on the same software in any yeah, way shape problem. or form is that they're, 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 um, different yeah. boards from different age of uh, different picked um, this one to go with and we like this product because they've courted us and they've courted us and lowballed us the right amount and they can offer us this package for x number of years for yep. this all that bullshit just like ugh. yeah whereas yeah it'd be very nice to have a unified system 